Hello and welcome to My Xbox and Me, episode 63. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer. Almost forgot, almost forgot. It's every week I almost forget. Um, I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside the United States My Xbox and Me champion, the man himself, Joseph. How you That's doing, right. sir? That's right. I'm doing pretty good, man. I'm I'm pretty terrified. My it's, heart rate. It's a terrified episode we have ahead of us. It a really terrified is. episode. <laughs> um, yeah, so this is obviously going to be our Resident Evil 7 review episode. Yep. Um, obviously, we've got the rest of the news to go through and stuff like that. Uh, let's get the rigmarole out of the way. So this episode of My Xbox and Me is brought to you by mcfixer.co.uk and Poly Games on YouTube. Yeah, check um, before we start, yeah, I did... Um, Joe, we'll get into that part later. Yes. Um, if you're... Supporting on the Patreon, you head over to patreon.com slash mcfixer. All there is three dollars, you get that early as soon as it's out. We get that up for you guys. Um, video is four dollars, and you get to watch live if you've got the video version. Um, apart from that, join the My Xbox and Me Facebook group and join the My Xbox and Me Xbox Club. Um, and then let's hear from our friend Mike Lynch, and he says, Yo, 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 what is going on, guys? Um, it is your favourite Dead Rising fan here, Mike Lynch, as always. If you want to see me pick up Blu-ray movie videos, reviews, and game reviews, then my channel is the place to go. Um, I provide funny videos of me yelling, and I don't play the ukulele. Anyway, back to your usual scheduling. Uh, M- back to MC Fixer and Joseph. Thank you, Mike. Need a new ad read from you this week, so thank you very much for all your support. Um, let's jump straight into it. I'm, I'm no yeah. bullshit in this week, Joe. Yeah. No bullshit. There's no <laughs> bullshit in the front. I don't care how your week has been. I don't care no. how you're doing. No. What has been in your box this week, and what have you been playing? Dude, I have. Let me tell you something. Who cares about I've played a little bit of Halo Wars. No, nope, don't care. Don't care nope. about it. I don't nope. either. Don't even. Resident Evil 7. Yes. My God. This So. Wait, okay. Right. So, as most people know, I am a huge, 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 huge Resident Evil fan. If you listen to probably any episode of this podcast, you've probably heard <laughs> me talk about Resident Evil once or twice. Yeah. Um, Resident Evil 7 is now here ahead of us. So, I want to start this off by saying... I got Resident Evil 7 early. So, <laughs> I put up a Twitter, I put up a photo on Twitter and Facebook of my copy of Resident Evil saying, thank you Capcom for Resident Evil. I did troll a little bit, I'm not going to lie, I was trolling in a tad. So, I had work Saturday morning and for some reason, I don't know why, I just got it into me that I need to check this website over it. There's a, a company over here called CEX. Mm. Um, they do like used games and new games and stuff like that. They've got loads of branches across the country. And for some, I don't know why, but for some reason I said, I'm going to check their website to see if they've got Resident Evil 7 in anywhere. So I check. They have a, a copy in Stratford. Stratford's about half an hour drive from me, so not too bad. Like, mm. lucky enough, I have a fiancé that drives, so... Um, yeah, lucky. It would take me about an hour on the train, and fucking I would have done it. But let's just... So, <laughs> I went to my closest CEX mm-hmm. to check if they had any. No, didn't have any. Um, but CEX didn't have a contact number on their website for the one in Stratford. I didn't, go all, didn't want to go all the way there for them not to have it. That would have been frustrating. So remember, this is Saturday. The game doesn't come out till Tuesday. So, I go to Elton, um, which is my nearest CEX. They say to me, yeah, we've got Stratford's number. We can't give it to you. We'll ring them up and get them to reserve you a copy. Get there. Boom, boom, boom. Get to Stratford. Long story story. Get to Stratford. They have the copy. I get the game. 
Then post a picture saying, thank you, Capcom. People think I got a review copy. I didn't. <laughs> so I get home. I did a try to get a review copy. Unfortunately, no one got back to me. So that's a story for another day. Maybe that's a video on its own. But so I get back. I put my copy in. And then I jump in a party with Crash. Crash says to me, you know, if you stream that, you're going to get banned off Twitch. And I'm like, no, they can't do that. Surely, because I bought the copy. I'm not breaking any NDAs. I'm not breaking any reviews. I'm not breaking. I didn't sign anything. I'm doing nothing wrong. I literally bought this game from a retail shop. So we go ahead and we stream it, don't we? And we fucking have the best stream of my whole life. We got 250 plus followers, 800 people watching. I'm having a blast. It was ridiculous. I'm having a blast. The chat's moving quick. Anyone that knows anything about Twitch knows that to build up a Twitch audience is a hard, hard, hard job. I so tried it I'm for there... a week, and I was just like, nope. <laughs> so I'm there playing Resident Evil 7. I'm streaming it for these for everyone. Everyone's loving it. Everyone's saying how you got it. Duh, 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 duh. And then all of a sudden, I get banned. Five and a half hours in. I was sad. I was sad. I was really, 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 really sad. But I had a good time with the yeah. game. None, nonetheless, you, that, that's a benefit, man. That, that stream it, was crazy. And uh, I love when you were stuck in that one po- boss. It was like, like there were people in the chat. Because oh. Welcome to the internet. They're like, I beat this guy on the first try. I'm like, dude, the game's not even out yet. How can you even... No one else has got a copy, but you beat it on the first try. Yeah. Funny that. Yeah, fu- um, like, dude, I this is like my eighth try on that guy, and I'm just like, uh, once it gets to the third phase, I'm so like, we'll get to that. Mm, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll get to the whole of that. So, first of all, you're playing Resident Evil Seven yes. as we speak, correct? Mm-hmm. Um, let's start off with: Have are you a Resident Evil fan? This is my first. I'm gonna say my first Resident Evil game. Okay. Technically, I played five for like thirty minutes. But okay. this is the one I've actually, I, I'm, I'm throwing myself into. Interesting. So, so you've got, <laughs> so we're going to have different problems with the game than I would have thought. Yeah. Um, because I'm coming at it from a Resident Evil fan's point of view. And I feel like maybe, to correct me if I'm wrong, but you're coming at it as a survival horror fan. Exactly. I'm coming is that, in with Is the, that fair to say, yeah? Yeah, I'm coming in with the perspective of... Uh, Dead Space being my favorite survival horror game, that's the game that I've sunken the most hours into when it comes to uh, um, when it comes to survival horror. Like that's the game. That is my game. Like like how Resident Evil. Like if they announce Dead Space Four, I will buy it right now. You know that that's that's where I'm coming from. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, what did you think of the game? Um. So immediately, oh my god. It gave me... I know, I know. It's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> I love the first hour okay. of this game. It's it's slow, and it's it's taunting you a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, it's throwing some cliches you've seen before, and of it course. doesn't... At the same time, it's not following through on those cliches. So you're like, when's the big scare happening? And yeah. the big scare for me comes 40 minutes into it. When you're walking down the staircase. Got ya. Because that's yeah. where, like, it does the most perfect job of building up the dread level. And once you get to that staircase, it gives you the first scare. I didn't, like, I saw it coming, but I didn't see it that soon. So when it happens, 
I was like, holy shit. I was, yeah. I was actually, my friend, I was, I was Skyping with a friend because we needed to do this together. And I was like, holy shit, this is intense. And then yeah. after that point on, the anxiety is over. It's just like the constant, you're fucked. You're, there's no getting out of here. And it's just like, it does an excellent job of like, what's around the corner. So far for me, uh, with this game, like, like I said in the, the my Xbox and me uh, Facebook group, it's like, I've put six hours into this game. I'm like three hours in because every 10, 15 minutes, I have to stop. I have to take a break because Immoral <laughs> Joe scares the living shit out of me. So, I want to start, obviously, spoiler-free-ish, as yeah. much as I can. Yeah. So, for me, I, I I love the game. I do think it's a great, great game. I do. I honestly do think it's a great game. The only, the problem I have with this game is, did it need to be a Resident Evil game? And I am talking... My biggest hang-up of what I've been saying on the podcast for weeks now, um, which most of you already know, is will it have any of those touchstones of the iconic characters that I love or the Umbrella Corporation, which is the main evil bad... The Umbrella's the main evil yeah. bad guy. Don't, do you know what I mean in these games mainly? Um, they've moved kind of away from Umbrella in 5 and 6. It's BSSA and stuff like that. Um, so I wasn't sure if I was going to like it. So, do I like the game? Yes. Atmosphere is amazing. Um, it's it does everything the first res, first three Resident Evil games did to me. Mm-hmm. Scared me. Scared me in a way that I've got to remember. I was a child when playing Resident Evil one, two, and three. Um, obviously, I've gone back and played them all before again. But when I remember my initial nemesis jumping out and scaring the shit out of me, the game has a lot of um, doesn't have many jump scares for me personally. But it does a great thing with the environment that scares you. You're looking around every corner. And don't get me wrong, I, I slagged off the camera angle. I, I uh, It going from third to first person. And it works. It does work in this. Do I like it? No. But it does work in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it's a case of world building, environments. Uh, the house is scary. The the enemy. I don't think the enemies are that scary, honestly. No, the 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 first monster you meet, I knew it was coming, and I was yeah. like, oh, he's gonna peel off the wall, and he's peeling off the wall. All right, yeah. well, like, uh, all right, I'll just shoot him. I'll necromorph this guy. I'll kneecap him, you know. And like, it kind of yeah, I agree with you there. I, the game doesn't explain itself well, which is quite cool. Um, where I. have... As you know, you watch me play it, but um, I wasn't killing everything. I was just trying to run past everything. I kept dying, and I was getting really frustrated. And then the chat was saying, "Shoot them, shoot them." I was like, "But there's no point in shooting them because they're just I'm shooting them in the belly. No damage, no damage. Shoot them in the head, they died." I was like, "Oh, so you learn. You do learn different weapons, do different things to different enemies, which is cool. It, yeah. That is cool. But the the Baker family, in all, is." They're scary. They're a scary family, and they struck fear into me a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, as you get on in the game, it becomes a little bit predictable of certain things. So I was like, okay, that makes more sense now. Um, but people were saying, is this the scariest Resident Evil game you've ever played? 
and I would say no, mm-hmm. but then I think it's hard for me to take myself out of four-year-old little MC Fixer. I probably wasn't four, I was about five or six, but playing Resident Evil 2 and remembering when Ada falls off the bridge and like I was like, oh, no, do you know what I mean? That, and then you had the jump scares of Nemesis in three and number one. When that zombie turns around in number one, the first ever time, which you look at it now, it's dated, but that... Sh- I was shivering with yeah. fear. And they do that with four with the first guy that dies. Four is a whole sore subject for me. I'm sorry, not four. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry. Seven. The first, you, they kind of pay homage to the first one. Oh, got you. Yeah. yeah, yeah oh, yeah. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well, it's, like the funny that. thing is, this one opens the exact same way four opens. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's the car, and then you drive along, and you get out, and then... It, so it, it, you can see... They've taken inspirations from the yeah. right places with this game. My my so, first problem with it, with this game is their character's motivation. Because you're in first person, right? Mm-hmm. I, I'm thinking it's me, right? That's, well, that's I, what you're meant to feel like, yeah. yeah. So I was just like, okay, first off, why is this guy calling his friend now? And, and he's out in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. This mansion's obviously creepy as shit. It's locked. Okay, you walk through this forest, you see this weird, satanic-looking wheel thing you have to crawl under. <laughs> That's the first sign I'm getting into my fucking car and I'm going. Ah, uh, there, yeah. I don't care. Like, Mia might have been the best girlfriend or whoever. Fiance. Fiance, yeah. whatever. I don't love you that much. Like, I wouldn't <laughs> do that shit for my own mother. I'm sorry, Mom. <laughs> Best of luck. <laughs> like, I am straight up dunzos. So, like, that was my first problem. And I was just like, like, as, as you're going deeper in this house, I'm just like, dude, what are you doing? First off, now you're trespassing. You just opened a pot. There's cockroaches in there. You know, this is, there's, get out. <laughs> and yeah. just like. Uh, I had that. I did have that for a few. There's a. There's a moment when uh, something happens between you and Mia, mm-hmm. and you finish, and then I thought to myself, well, then let's just go. Why Why on earth would you stick around? Mm-hmm. And th- when they say, oh, go, there's a phone call, you just go up to the attic, why would you do that? The front door's right there. The way we just come in was literally right there. So, do you know what I mean? It did have some questionable yeah. moments for me where I was just like... Really? That's so not so horror. Not how it would have went. Yeah, it's so a horror yeah. movie, you know. But um, my biggest gripe with the game, honestly, is um, you haven't got there yet. But it's towards the end. I hear the and, ending is questionable. Uh, the why is it that no video game can do final bosses well? This is maybe the fourth Shadow of Mordor, um, Quantum Break. This, if I think about it, logic. Tomb Raider. None Halo of their end bosses are fun. Yeah. Just, I don't understand why they feel the need. You know, Every end game is the same. And you'll get there and you'll understand yeah. what I mean. Okay. Because I feel like the only game that has ever done a boss, end boss right, is... <sighs> Name a Dark Souls game and then... Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. I like Gears of War 4s. Gears of War 4s. That is... Oh, really? The the big 
I liked it because it wasn't the end of the game. Gears of War One, man, that was Gears of War One. Ram, Ram yes. was an awesome one. So I would Ram say, I would awesome say, one. Legend of Zelda: uh, Ocarina of Time, and Ram from from uh, Gears One. The but, memories of that. Yeah, yeah. just it, it just frustrates me. Just it just left it leaves a bad taste in my mouth. Okay, and I can't go into it. And we w- we are gonna do a spoiler uh, cast for this game. So anyone that does want to hear full spoilers of us talking about the game, we'll be doing that as soon as Joseph's finished. Yeah, the game that it will get that done. Um, but this is just initial thoughts for me for what you've played so far, which is around you said six hours. Yes. Right? Yeah. Do you like the game? I love it. I really do. I like it a lot. Um, I, I it is definitely the first great game of the year. Um, I was it's lucky the first enough. Good, it's the first main game of the year as well. Yeah, yeah, and and I mean that's that's like a that's a great start. I was lucky enough uh, to be able to play on both platforms. My favorite yeah. is Xbox. I I got on the we shall not name system for <laughs> for the VR element, mm-hmm. and it, it is for me like if you guys are interested in VR, I hear good things. Me experiencing the first hour. I had to lay down because I, I'm, I'm going to be selling that thing. I, I can't take VR. You it said that, didn't you? You did say that this would be the make or break for you. Exactly. For that. So I'm just like, so I got it on, on Xbox and uh, loving it, man. It is, the atmosphere in this game is perfection. The sound yes. in this yeah, game, the sound design is just that should win a fucking Oscar. But this is what I'm saying. It's the atmosphere of the game and the sound design of the game alone scare the shit out of you. Mm-hmm. And where I feel like it's, it's at its weakest is the enemies. Yeah. Which is strange because a Resident Evil game, zombies, zombies are not scary. Like, they're slow and easy to kill if you think about it. Zombies, they can be scary if done right, but Resident Evil zombies have never been scary. Nemesis was scary. Because he was a giant fucking bioweapon. Um, Alexander, if you play Code Veronica, she was scary. Mm-hmm. What they mutate into is scary. The giant Scorpio, the giant. There's certain elements of Resident Evil games that are scary. Yeah. But the zombies and the main enemies have never been that. And these, these bioweapons um, are just another. They're just in the way for yeah. me. They don't do anything, they don't add anything to the game. I think they should have brought zombies back. And they should, or not Resident Evil 4 um, mutations of zombies, just normal zombies. Yeah. Which, they, which would have been even cooler for me. I just think like the big black blob goo monsters are just not, they just weren't cutting it for me personally. Yeah. There's like, there was only, first off, I have to say one thing. I, I definitely agree with you. This doesn't feel like a Resident Evil game. At least what Everyone I would think it, mm-hmm. it is. It, it It's a scary game, and, yep. and like that's not an insult to it, but it yeah, like this could be named something totally different. And, and yeah. Wait till you finish it. Okay. But I think, for me, it's a case of people... I was Ben asked me, when I finished the game, he asked me, would you have liked this game more if it wasn't a Resident Evil game? And I honestly think the answer may be yes. Mm-hmm. Because I go in with such high expectations um, of a Resident Evil game, which is stupid of me, I know, because of 5 and 6. But with this being Resident Evil, Biohazard, we're going back. It, or what they should have done is, which it was speculated, they should have rebooted the series. Mm-hmm. This should have been called Resident, or this should have been a subtitle of just Resident Evil, 
biohazard. No number. This is where we're going from now on. Because for me, then it was, okay, cool. It's a reboot. Time to to give up on Claire and Leon and Chris and uh, all those iconic characters in my head. And I, I can still experience them. I have the games right here. I can experience them. But with them calling this Resident Evil 7, it taking place after 6, it was like, okay, I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for that moment. Where's Wesker? Where is one of these? I just need one. Just give me one. And, yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. The one thing so, I do say, the only times cool. the blob, the poop monsters, I'll call them, were scary, was the, the second time you encounter them when you're going through the, the, the basement and it's just, like, plastered everywhere. Yeah. The, that part don't was get, scary. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying they're not um, scary when you're in there fighting them, but yeah. what I'm saying is... To look at, and when you've just got one on your own, you realise, okay, you know how they're going to attack, you know you need a shotgun out, and you need to be shooting that thing in the face. Yeah. Once you've figured it out, you've figured it out. There's no... When they when there's loads of you, there's a, there's a part when you're in that basement area that you're talking about, and there's like five of them around you. They can be if you don't take them out quick enough. And don't get me wrong, it's more like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, I'm there, trying to reload my shotgun really quick, which is it's cool, it's a cool moment, but that still doesn't doesn't add up for me, do you know what yeah. I mean? And it, and it is explained why they're there and stuff like that, which makes perfect sense. I'm piecing but, that together, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, as well, it, it does such a good job of world storytelling. Make sure you read all the notes, read the things on the walls. That all adds to this world and environment. I love the way they do treasures in this game with, um, I don't know if you, have you picked up any uh, treasure photos yet? Yes. Okay, yes. I love the way it's just a little hint of, here you go, go find that area again. Do you remember where it was? Because there's something there that you're going to want. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong, it still has that Resident Evil element of going back on yourself and finding the key and seeing a door like, oh, I've got to find that door, I need to find that door, I need to find that key for that door, where is it? Da-da-da-da. Tracking back, and it does a great job of making you go back to certain areas to get better weapons and stuff like that. It, it, it still, it does have that that Resident Evil feel, but it could have been more. Okay. For me. Okay. For me. Um, again, we will go more in detail yeah. about this when we do the spoiler cast, yeah. which I can't wait to spoil the shit out of this game and talk <laughs> about it, because I'm holding back so much, as you might be able to tell. Yeah. It's hard for me to talk about this without... I have a whole thing in my head about the ending that I need to talk to somebody about, so, yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, I will try to man up Within the next two days, and really... Oh, that's a good point, you sound because you're saying where you're at. Yeah. I got stuck at the same point for around... I think I was doing it for about an hour and a half, maybe a bit longer. Which, don't get me wrong, I thought it was just me. I thought that I was... I was a little bit overwhelmed with my Twitch chat, and a little bit overwhelmed being on camera, and I was getting myself worked up a little bit. Yeah. But you've said you're stuck at the exact same part as well. Yeah, yeah. So don't feel bad. Oh, I fuck <laughs> those guys. I don't give a fuck. But um, do it's just interesting. <laughs> like you should. It's just interesting to know that you yeah. got stuck at the same part yeah. as me. So I wonder who else got stuck there as well. Funnily enough, I was listening to the games cast and Greg Miller got stuck at that part as well. So uh, it's not just me. No, no, it's not. So good, good, good to know. Um, that was the topic of the show. Obviously, um, that is us talking about Resident Evil Seven. Joe, would you say to people to go out and get this game? 
Definitely, definitely worth the sixty bucks or, or whatever it is in your made-up uh, country money. Currency. Oh yeah, <laughs> this is a UK podcast. Yeah, let's make sure we talk about in pounds. All, all right? right, all right. How much is it in pounds? How much is it? I paid forty-five pound for it, which 45. is really cheap. Okay, that that it shouldn't have been that cheap. I don't know why CEX had it that cheap, hmm. but okay. I also finished the game in around ten hours, just so people know. Um, it could I could have finished this a lot quicker, but mm. around ten hours is how I finished okay. it. Um, let's get into the news, Joe. All right, and some big news has come out about the Scorpio. Actually, uh, Scorpio is a full-blown next-generation machine, says Xbox Dev. Um, an Xbox developer has spoken out about the rumours of the power of the upcoming upgraded console project Scorpio. Creator of Ori and the Blind Forest, which I've heard is an amazing game, um, Thomas Muller took to NeoGAF to answer questions about whether Scorpio is a PS4 Pro style console update or a whole new generation of Xbox console. Um, his answer is sort of both. Scorpio isn't just a half assed upgrade, he says, um, which the PS4 Pro kind of is, but a full-blown next-generation machine that's just backwards compatible to your current library. So, what do you make of that? This is exactly what I thought the Scorpio would be. So, elaborate for me. So, like, last week there was, like, this article um, about with GameSpot, uh, we put it up on the Facebook page of the Xbox One has only sold 26 million units, right? Mm-hmm. And how there's no exclusives for it. You know, people crying and blowing it out of proportion. First off, to me, I'm like, I understand the PlayStation has sold 55 million units. That's great. Awesome. Which it has. Good for yeah. Sony. They need it because everything else they're doing is sinking. Like, PlayStation yeah. is there's why they're even a company right now. 26 million isn't anything to scoff at. It's not particularly amazing, but it's still okay. And so when I look at the Scorpio... Uh, I'll I'll say, just to go on record of saying this, it is below what even I thought. I thought they would have been at 30 million by now. That's what I thought too, yeah. So, sorry, carry on. But uh, So when I see this, and I see that there's no exclusives, uh, at least in this half, and there is, you know, there's Halo Wars 2... I see this as they're they're loading up the Scorpio and they're going to sell it like it is that next generation while distancing themselves from the Xbox One while trying to do a dance of reassuring the Xbox One members and community that if you have an Xbox One, there's nothing to worry about because you're still supported. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Scorpio is what I think it's going to be. It's going to be a powerhouse. Yeah, I'm, we've got another news story which we'll talk about in a second, which is about the power of the Scorpio. Um, for me, it's a case of, will they sell it to me enough that I will want to buy it? And I'm the Xbox guy. Right. Do you know what I mean? The PS Pro is never going to appeal to me, personally. Um, the Switch has now been announced. doesn't appeal to me. I am the Xbox guy. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And... Will they be able to sell it well enough to me that I go, holy shit, I need that. I don't own any 4K TVs, Mm -hmm. so that's two things they've got to do. They need to sell me a 4K TV, 
and the Xbox at a decent price. Right. So, and again, I agree with, um, kind of funny, you spoke about the PS4 Pro a lot, obviously. And they were saying what they needed to do would come out and say, better load times, better this, better that. That's exactly what the Scorpio needs to do. It needs to sell me on the features that aren't 4K. Yeah. It can't just be, this is the 4K box. Because I don't own a single 4K monitor, TV, anything. Mm-hmm. But what I do care about is games loading better. Games looking better on my 1080p display. Um, different, maybe a different UI, which is sleeker and nicer than um, the Xbox One. I don't know if that's going to be the same thing. Mm-hmm. I would have assumed so. But who knows? We just we just don't know at this point in time. They need to sell me on features that are not 4K only. Yeah. For me to put my money down straight away. Yeah, they... they yeah. Nail on the head right there, or the hammer on the head, whatever. Whatever word I was going to use. Nails on the heads with the hammers and the things and the stuff. <laughs> um, I think you're dead on with that. It's it's. Look, I don't have a 4K TV. I don't have or own one or going to own one anytime soon. Um, the Xbox, like the Scorpio, it needs to tell me, okay, so you're, you know what, guys? Hey, asshats, who's been saying that this this console can't handle 1080p? All mm-hmm. games on this will be at least 1080p. 60 what? FPS. Locked. See, the, the problem you've got there is that's not down to them, though. No, that's down, down to, to the developer. developers. But they need, to, they need to make it so that they go, all right, developers, here's the deal. Uh, if you're going to make a game on our console, it has to be by these terms. And it'd be like, it has to be 1080p. Yeah. Interesting. It I, has I to don't... be at least 30 FPS because the thing is, like, right, like the PlayStation 4 Pro, <laughs> like, I own one. It's a joke. Like, you don't yeah. need it. The only reason why I got one was because I knew how to exploit a warranty. So, like, <laughs> so like, uh, you don't need it. Some games run even worse on it. And so they really so need to show what the Xbox Scorpio can do and the power it has. So, like, yeah, you know, they need to go, listen, I we hear you with the original Xbox One, and here's what we have fixed, and here's what you're going to get. And, I mean, if it has what we're going to talk about soon, the power of this console, 1080p mm-hmm. is going to be no problem. You know? this, is the, this is a great segue, which is uh, Project Scorpio Info Leak reconfirms six teraflop gpu now i'll say before we even start that i am not a tech head um i'm currently looking into buying a new pc and i have to keep talking to ben um literally like i'm sending pcs like is this good is this good is this good it's like this one's good but this one's better that one's got six cores but this one's got four but what you need it for i'm like dude just tell me it says it's got 64 gigs of ram is that good or not help me help me help you will it render quicker that's Mm -hmm. all i care about can i still stream at a higher resolution is that do you know what i mean so i'm not the guy to to talk about the insights of these machines but i'll read the new story anyway unless you are Maybe eh. do you know about do you know about teraflops and RAMs and the, the My sticks brother and is GPUs not, and not, CPUs? I go I go to him for everything, except he's Sorry. always gonna recommend a Mac. So I'm just like let me go to some of my other friends. Let me go to my other friend, Dan. Yeah. So the story says, uh, a look at official information from Microsoft about the upcoming Project Scorpio has been analyzed and given more clues to as if and sorry, clues as to the power 
um, of the interactive update to the Xbox One. Digital Foundry, which, Digital Foundry, which you should definitely go watch the guy's video. I watched it. Um, he knows what he's talking about, unlike us. Um, so go check it out if you're an Xbox guy and you want to hear about this. So, um, who made a video sourcing information from a public-facing Microsoft report says the white paper confirms Scorpio is getting a different uh, RAM architecture than the Xbox One. Uh, and four times the L2 case, which Catch, I don't yeah. have a clue what that is, Catch up, whatever that is, mm. and gives more evidence to six teraflops. So, mm. I, kn I know that six, six teraflops is, is good. Yes. I From what I know from the video that Digital Friendly put out, um, saying about the RAM means it's going to be a better RAM. Yes. Um, but... It still means nothing to me, but the power—it's meant to be good. <laughs> so it's, I, it's I, I can I can decipher a little bit of this. Oh, perfect! So so the RAM architecture, seeing how they say a different RAM architecture, we can mm -hmm. assume that it's going to be using the RAM uh, that the PlayStation Four uses, which is um, I can't think of the name off off the top Jaguar. of my head, but it's is a fat it's 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 faster. The RAM's going to okay. be faster. Uh, oh, yeah. Being able to hold more cash means it's going to be able to run a lot more programs simultaneously, a lot, fa uh, a lot better. And the six teraflops, from what I hear, is it's good. It's not the best, but for a console, this is this is fantastic. The this most is... powerful console ever. Exactly. So, all all things point to this is good news. I just want to know the price of this thing because I, I I'm not doubting its capabilities. I'm doubting its price. You know, that's the only thing I'm scared of. So, okay. What is... I spoke to this about Ross. Right. Uh, I spoke to this about Ke with Kevin. What is your price? What is the price that gets there and you're like, I'm having this. This is mine. 100% in. Right. So, I am usually... Um, I love gaming tech. Like, I like technology you, in a whole. I love I was going to say... Tech. You love new hardware, I, from what I can tell. Dude, I love it so much. He's a, and there's this feeling of uh, any type of hardware you get. There's like that that honeymoon period that like is yes. like the best feeling ever. Like I'll be getting the Switch because I want to see what it's about. Right? It's it's three hundred bucks. I'll waste my money. I I bought a I, I bought a Wii U on day one for Christ's sakes. That's how much I love gaming hardware. So you don't have to sell me much on the Scorpio. But okay. the price, I, I, if it's four hundred, price matters. Yeah, price matters. If it's four hundred bucks, that is consider the pro dead, the PlayStation Four Pro. It, but it's not going to be that price. Four hundred's too low. Uh, Five hundred, that would be really awesome. Okay. And I feel like that is tops what it it could be. I they can't launch at six hundred by PlayStation. Yeah, today, I yeah. feel like if it's five ninety nine, this is for the most hardcore elite. Yeah, consider that thing, Dunzo or Deadzo. So I think anywhere I'm not between, it. yeah, anywhere between four hundred is like the best case scenario. That was like the two hundred fifty dollar, you know, switch everybody was switch. talking about. Yeah, it needs to be four fifty to five hundred, and I feel like five hundred or four ninety nine is where it's going to stay. The only there's there's a lot of variables now, though, here in the United States with where is this thing going to be made? Because that's what is 
gonna really drive that's, me surprise. That's not even getting into politics no. right now. <laughs> but like that, but like that is a, like a worry about like like tariffs and like if it's a thirty five percent tariff, like some people are talking about, that's rising that thing up to six hundred, seven hundred bucks. So it might be out of Microsoft's power, and I want to see what happens. It's interesting. It'd be interesting. Interesting time to be alive, folks. Yeah, definitely, 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 definitely. Yeah. Uh, let's talk some more Resident Evil Please. and uh, Resident Evil Seven DLC coming to PS4 next week. Okay, I've got to be honest with you guys. I'm never, I'm not usually on the whole PS4 fuck you guys and all this stuff, but and I'm never usually on the whole um, DLC coming first to different places. Doesn't usually bother me too much. Mm. When you fuck with my Resident Evil, <laughs> that's when you got me. That's when you got me fucking fuming. So, as most of you probably know, um, the there is a free DLC coming out, which is called Not for the he- uh, Not for the Hero, mm-hmm. or Not a Hero, Not a Hero, I think it's called, um, which is free. And this isn't what we're talking about. We're talking about the first piece of uh, DLC. So let's read this: Resident Evil's first two DLC packs, Band Footage Volume One and Two, are coming to PS4. January 31st and February 14th. Respectively, both versions will be released um, will be released by then on Xbox One and PC February 21st. So, fuck you guys. Because <laughs> as, uh, I, I finally understand why people get angry about yeah, this sort of thing. I don't like this shit. This is, the first, this is the first time it's got me angry, though. <laughs> because I usually don't care. Because yeah. I don't... I'm, I, I buy a very little DLC. I don't buy any um, DLC whatsoever. But, so, I buy a very little DLC. It has to be something that really, really gets me. Yeah. Obviously, Resident Evil gets me. And for them to get this first, it, it's got me a little bit angry. Because the game is so short. I really thought Resident Evil 7 was going to hold me over for at least, I don't know, a week? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I knew it wasn't going to be like crazy long, but I thought it would have... It has replayability because there's two endings. Right. Um, or there's multiple endings. There might be more than two. I'm not 100% sure. Um, for me, it's a case of... I played it through, I finished it, and then... I'm done. Like, I'm going to go back again and do it on the hardest difficulty, of course, and I'll go back again and get the rest of the achievements to the best of my ability. There's one for completing it in four hours, which I'm... No. I'm not a speedrunner, as you may have told. Um, but I'm really, really angry about this time DLC deal. Yeah. Because I get it on multiplayer stuff. I get it on multiplayer stuff. It makes perfect sense on multiplayer stuff. You get the month, the, the, the maps a month early. Cool. That doesn't that doesn't affect me on my story. And like, so now I have to stay off Twitch. Sorry, let me keep yeah, going. No, let yeah, me keep please, going. Please, please, this is your podcast. Um, now I have to stay off Twitch. Now I have to stay off Twitch just because I don't want to see what happens in this DLC and wait. Fuck that! It's some bullshit, man. Mm-hmm. Sorry, carry on, please. Um. So, yeah, I feel the same. Like, no matter if it's Xbox, PlayStation, I no. hate when they hold shit back. I hate it. It's the worst thing. Because it's not going to make me buy the version on your system. Nothing. I will wait. And the chances of me actually playing the DLC is slim to none. That's unlike any game. Because I believe DLC should just be a part of the game. It should be something that's for free. Unless it's something like Witcher Blood and Wine. Um, for, so let me... Can I just jump yeah. in there? Because I totally agree with you uh, to a certain degree. I do agree that, that uh, expansions should be... Which should cost money. Big 
expansions yeah. that add something. I agree with you in this case of Resident Evil. Um, these two DLC packs are coming out very, very close to release, like a week after. It's like why the fuck is this not in the game? Yeah. Resident Evil Four had the whole Ada series that that would have if there was DLC back when Resident Evil Four came out, that would have been DLC. Resident Evil Five had multiplayer added on and different maps and mercenary modes. This literally has the single player. That's it. Yeah. Some <laughs> bullshit, man. So yeah. I'm, I am hot about this. I'm gonna be honest. I'm not happy. And I'm actually, not happy. I, I, I'll say one thing because thank God we brought this up. The tapes in the games that you play, mm-hmm. that is scary as shit. Yes, I uh, I forgot to mention, because you know it's not going to end well. That tape's <laughs> on the ground for a reason. I'm like, so I'm just like, mm-hmm. oh, God. <laughs> Every time I see a tape, I'm like, don't fucking play it. You have to play it. Like, oh, God damn it. So let me finish the story, which is Bad Footage Volume 1 includes two tape missions and yeah. a new game mode according to a post on Capcom's website. Uh, bedroom challenges, players to escape um, from a locker room, while Nightmare Mode is a wave-based mission. Um, so this is all stuff that should have been there. I shouldn't be paying for this. Um, the new game mode, Ethan Must Die, is described as a now-biting... No, that doesn't say. A tough-as-nows mode separate from the tapes and the story main game. It just gets me annoyed. This, this, this definitely... I, I wish I... I'm part of the problem, though. Because I'm the <laughs> fucking idiot that's going to buy it, and then I'm not... I'm not... Um, I'm not setting a tone for these companies. Mm. And Resident Evil is the only game that can grab me literally by the balls and drag <laughs> me wherever it wants to. It really yeah, is. Yeah, I feel like the last the last DLC I ever bought was, uh, was Skyrim. Uh, okay. The one with the vampires. And even then, I was just like, this is five hours whatever <laughs> so that's that's how i feel about dlc I, I never buy it even no matter how much i love the game i'm just like no not for me not for me fair enough fair enough uh and next story is tekken 7 tekken 7 is coming home uh, a little later than expected bandai namco today announced wasn't today announced that uh the home version of tekken 7 will release on pc ps4 and xbox one on june 2nd 2017 which is still quite close um uh it incorporates all the content from the recent arcade version which i've actually played a lot of fun uh of tekken 7 uh and will have a huge roster of over more than 30 characters strong and will also be adding different uh, game modes um there is a huge statement which you should definitely go read at GameSpot. i think i got the story from about why it's been released and they take a few shots at um street fighter oh, really? which is quite funny well yeah there's a quote in there that if there was him we're trying to we're trying to do everything we could to make the date happen maybe scale down on the content in order to make the mastered version uh but at the end we came down to the decision that after seeing uh, releases oh, from shit. other companies as well as some others of our own in the past that it pretty much says yeah. that they didn't want to release a, a subpar version of the game before releasing yeah, the full I remember, game. Yeah, I remember that review of Street Fighter Five. Funny enough, I watched your review of Street Fighter Five the other day. God. Yeah, anyway. I've never... Moving on. I don't want to get upset, man. 
<laughs> Moving on very swiftly, and our last news story, um, or second to last, I should say. Custom Gamer Picks are coming to Xbox Live before E3 2017. Custom Gamer Picks have been on the way for some time now, and may be coming sooner than you think. During the la- latest episode of the Major Nelson's radio podcast, what up? Um... Larry heard uh, Xbox asked Mike Kiribara about it. Mike Kiribara said the team are currently working on release the feature ahead of E3 2017. So, cool. 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 Uh, February's games with gold. Xbox One, Killer Instinct Season 2 you still get from January 16th to February 15th. The new ones that will be added is Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time from February 1st to February 28th. And Project Cars from February 16th to March 15th. I will be um, getting that cool one. Xbox One games. I'll be downloading them both. Yeah. Um, and on the 360 you have Monkey's Island 2 from February 1st to February 15th. And Star Wars The Force Unleashed, Unleashed sorry, from February 16th till february 28th so yes um, such a great star wars game guys funny enough you say that yeah. that's actually a game that i've seen somebody play i watched my friend jack play it actually looked pretty cool it's it's awesome and then the second one is such a letdown but like that game yeah. is dude force unleashed my jam love it Fair enough, fair enough. So Star make sure you killer. get them games with gold. You do pay for them, so make sure you get them. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the games with gold, uh, Xbox One, Death Trap, World of Van Helsing, still available for free until the 31st. Um, and Rayman Origins for, until the 31st. Joe. Yeah. This is where we were going to fix the sack. But, sir, we got zero emails. Sack's empty, man. The sack be empty, Rubeware. So... Head over to myxboxandmepodcast at gmail.com to send in your questions. Super disappointed. Super upset. Should I search your sack to make sure like there's something maybe in there? You stay out of the sack, yeah. But I'm telling you right now it's empty. I checked before I got the show already. Um, People were like, oh, but you didn't tweet out. I tweet out like all, all throughout the, the week, and people decide to only only respond like the hour before. I'm like, I've got the show notes already. I'm guilty of it, guys. Can't do anything about I'm guilty that. of it. Too. You are just you used to be just as bad. I, yeah, maybe even um, worse. <laughs> so, if you want the shows to be longer, if you want to email in, please do my Xbox and me podcast at gmail.com. We do need your emails for fixes, sack. Please. We do want your feedback. We did some great numbers on the last YouTube episode, and we did some great numbers on iTunes and SoundCloud. So, Ooh. things are doing well. Again, I will repeat, share, 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 share. Um, if you've got friends that like Xbox, share them. They might want to hear this. Um, I know people that listen to this on the bus at work. I know people that listen to this at work. Just share. Please share with your friends. I would really appreciate it. So would Joe. Yeah. Um, and if you don't like us, hope- send it. Send it, Send us the people you hate. Yeah, it's, Just as long as you, you share. Know. Look, I put out that video this week, didn't I, on the uh, my impressions of Resident Evil Five. Whoo! Oh, <laughs> some people don't like check, me. Check <laughs> it out. What you don't you want to give some transparency before a video and how you feel about a series? Don't you dare do that. How dare you? How dare I, you? Just oh, talk about the game, not your feelings. Oh. You're rambling. I had to delete so many comments. It's ridiculous. Anyway, oh uh, Joe. Yes. Th- oh, that's part of plug, 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 I guess. Yes. So, yeah. So check out my uh, Resident Evil uh, first impressions video. It was before uh, I had finished the game. So if you want a spoiler-free version of that, go check it out. Um, lots of new content coming. Um, I will be getting a new PC hopefully this week, uh, which 
it's very scary because I'm getting it on, probably going to get it on finance, which is going to cost me a lot of money. So, scared I'm going to make that money back. Probably not. So, I'm probably going to be homeless soon. So, yeah, keep supporting the podcast when I'm doing it in the streets. Um, Joe, what have you got to plug? So, I'm going to plug the same thing, guys. I have, oh, a, I have a first impressions of Resident Evil as well. You can find that at Poly Games on YouTube. Uh, so check that out, Polly with an I. And then if you want to hear my voice alongside my brother, I also have a podcast as well called Polly Games. It's not as good as this one, undoubtedly hey. so. But hey. nonetheless, you get to hear more of my voice. So there you go. And Polly Games FTW is my Twitter handle. I always say some things. So <laughs> Fair enough, fair enough. Again, you want the shows to be longer, you head over to my Xbox and me podcast at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. Please send them in. But until next time, I've been MC Fixer. That has been Joseph. And we will love you, leave you, and we'll see you later. Bye.